Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. We have an excellent program for you here today with my friend and special guest, Mr. Bruce Glenn with the Glenn Team Wealth Planning at Infinitos. And you're going to want to write this phone number down. He's based in Kansas City and he and his great team, okay, but they work with clients nationally. We'll talk with Bruce here in just a moment, but it's 913 563 3327 that's 913-563-7327 and bruce welcome back to senior care live thanks steve glad to be here all right so do you work with quite a few folks around the country we do we i think we were licensed and servicing about 47 states right now so we I'm getting ready to make some pretty good road trips the next few weeks. There we go. There we go. Okay. And uh, as of last week, the program is is covering, uh, I believe, 23, 24 states and Washington, D.C. So, right. And, yeah, and we're in most of those states, so that's yep. exciting. Yep, and uh, and then that that number will be expanding, and uh, hopefully we're in we're in all fifty here. We may need to. Once once we're in Hawaii, we probably we probably need like quality control. We need to go over and check that out. I think we should broadcast from Hawaii at least a couple of times a year. Remote, remote broadcast. Yeah, there so, you go. Sean, <laughs> Alicia, we need some remote broadcasting going on here. So, all right. So, uh, Bruce, I know that you wanted to talk uh, about uh, some some insurance and life insurance today in the wonderful world of finances uh, as it relates to seniors and their caregivers. But uh, I have to ask you the question, with the brand new inflation number that just that very recently came out that made everyone gasp because... It hit a new milestone. Uh, yuck. What do you think about that? Well, it's exciting times, obviously. And <laughs> I actually predicted what it was going to do this month pretty close. I knew it was going to be a little bit higher than it had been. Uh, March was you know, at 8.54%, and then April would dip a little bit at 83 and then uh, May came back at 86 and then 91 that we just recently heard. Um, the, the challenge there is energy was so high in June. And gas prices filter through everything that we're buying or yep. just about everything we're buying. So mm-hmm. it was very understandable that it was going to creep up. Um, it didn't really creep 
out of the expected trend line, in, in my opinion. And the market took that pretty well. Uh, Dow Jones, I feel like, has kind of somewhat settled into a bottom trough the last four weeks or so. It doesn't seem to want to go below 30000 So I think most of the capitulation that's happened, kind of a fancy word for getting the scared money out of the way and short sellers leaning down a little bit and uh, kind of steadying up. So I think that we're maybe looking at a kind of a dog paddle forward this summer. I do think inflation is going to turn back downward mm-hmm. as we get the numbers for July, which yeah. will be coming out in August. I think that we're going to see a lower number uh, for July, and that'll be some good positive momentum for the market at that point. All right. And with the 401ks turning into 201ks, uh, we talked about that, I think, last month. D- don't get too scared. You said hold it. And, and you gave us a lot of good good guidance on that. Right. Some of the silver lining to your uh, accounts, if you have some dividends or some interest payment components or yield, as we call it, then you're buying more shares at a lesser cost. And if you're not taking too much money out of your account during these downturns, and then you end up having more horsepower or more shares when the market you know, eventually comes back up, which historically it's always recovered. You just don't know how long it's going to stay down and, yeah. and how long it's going to take to get back up. But it's actually there's some silver linings to that. You know, wealth is created a lot better in downturns like this because, you, you, like I said, you can expand your coverage of shares you have a lot better. And you're kind of referring to dollar cost averaging. You just continue to invest in. Well, that's part of it. If you're putting, if you're adding new money in, then it's, it's probably a wise idea, or, or one suggestion would be dollar cost averaging is one way to do it. That way, if we're wrong and the market does go down further, you're not putting all of your extra money in at the wrong time. But um, yeah, interest payments from bonds, for example, pay typically monthly, and uh, stock payments will typically pay their dividends quarterly. And so, as those come out, they're they're uh, typically a straight dollar amount per share. But they're rebuying that same date that that yield is paid. They're rebuying at whatever the current price is. Okay. So if the price is down, you're getting more shares bought for that that same dollar yep. buying power. That makes totally total sense. Total sense. Uh, so if you have questions. You want to get a second opinion? Again, uh, we visited with uh, Bruce Glenn and the Glenn team, Wealth Planning at Infinitas, uh, a number of times on the program. We'll continue to do that, but reach out to Bruce and the great team, 913 563 7327. And again, they work with clients and families nationwide. Uh, so you wanted to talk about life insurance today, and and uh, I just I do have some specific questions. As you know, we're focused on providing information education and resources for seniors and their caregivers. Uh, but let's jump in with uh, uh, just kind of one of the basic questions. What are the primary types of life insurance? Sure. Thanks, Steve. So term insurance and then a permanent insurance. And then you also have your work insurance policies. And uh, we can kind of dive into each one of those a little more you know, deeply as you feel sure. like you want to cover. But, yeah. you know, that's kind of what most people have. And term insurance is more of a uh, a specific time frame of coverage. Maybe it's 5, 10, 15, 20, or even 30 years of coverage. And it's your least expensive way to get some protection for a short period of time or whatever time frame that you're able to you know, qualify for. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the insurance companies realize they're probably not going to end up paying that uh, claim out because you're likely to live past whatever that time frame is you qualify for. So therefore, the coverage is, is less expensive. But typically, that's something you might want to take out to get kids through school or cover getting you know the home paid off or certain things like that mm-hmm. that if something were to happen you want that that windfall of money to be able to you know pay off those specific goals and needs. 
And so that's term. Right. And so right. term is just straight insurance for a specific term, a, a period of time. Correct. There are times that some term policies will allow you to continue that past that term, uh, but it gets extremely expensive at that point. And, and you might want to do that. Say, for example, you have a bad health issue at that point. Uh, there might be a reason to keep that. So seniors, beware about that. If you have it, you might be able to extend it if you've gotten a bad diagnosis from the doctor. But if, if you bought that at 50 and you bought a 20-year term and now 70, there's going to be a, just a, a giant premium coming up 20 years later. Yeah, absolutely. So most people don't keep it past that. And hopefully they've gotten you know through the goals that they had to uh, yeah. you know gotten retirement in good shape and don't no longer need that type of coverage maybe, or kids through school, whatever the case might be. And maybe self-insured, you've got the house yeah. paid off, some of those things. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. okay. All right, that makes sense. And then you mentioned permanent? Correct. So permanent insurance is something that is designed to theoretically last your whole life. And so that somebody's going to get the value for this policy. I do want to caution. That's why I wanted to bring this up today, because you're hearing a lot of advertisements on the radio right now. And people are are trying to or offering to buy somebody's life insurance that they no longer feel like they need. Mm -hmm. And so I want people to be careful about that, because um, basically that's a situation where a, a separate company is willing to buy your policy from you, and they're going to pay you pennies on the dollar for it. And, you know, if you don't no longer need it and your health is in pretty good shape, then that might be a viable option for you for whatever reason. But there's a lot of companies out there doing that, so I would definitely shop it if you're going to do that. But more importantly, I would revisit your policy, and we can help people with that, uh, because a lot of times people don't really understand the ins and outs of their policies. But you may have um, uh, uh, the ability to get a cash settlement out of your policy itself or uh, other things that you may have some value for that you may want to keep it for other reasons, for long-term care or other things like that that you may not remember or know about. Okay. All right. And it, that makes sense. And I have I have noticed the airways flooded with our company. I forgot the name of the company. It doesn't matter. And yeah. I think it's multiple uh companies advertising but yeah we'll we'll buy your insurance policy and uh, help out with our retirement or with you know whatever mm-hmm. and so uh i just think that's really interesting there there must be some a, a catch or two in there <laughs> well i think they're hoping you'll knock off and before their time value of the money they oh, invest boy. in your policy pays <laughs> off so yeah be be careful you don't want someone hunting you down to knock oh, you off oh my gosh okay <laughs> i'm just joking about that obviously but yeah yeah, yeah. But, but still it is a time value of money study for that company Okay. And then what about a work policy? My, my wife has some life insurance coverage through her employer. Right. So the, the, and that is usually very low cost. And again, the insurance company doesn't need to keep it too long. They're, they figure you're going to change jobs. But here's the thing about it. A lot of people, people will, a lot of times people will not get their own personal policy thinking they're well covered with work. Well, fast forward 10, 20, 30 years from now, and now maybe you don't have the job. And you maybe no longer, from a health standpoint, are able to qualify for your own insurance. Mm-hmm. So I always caution people, don't rely on that too much. See, and I think that would be really, really easy to do. And I agree that would be, could be, maybe not, but it could be a gigantic mistake. Well, I've got a couple hundred thousand through work. And then uh, you know, most folks change their, their work, their employer's Kind of like you change your socks. Yeah, yeah five, <laughs> six, seven times a career. Very quickly. Most yeah. people, yeah. Very frequently, and then all of a sudden you don't have the coverage. So we're going to be back with Bruce Glenn with more coming up next. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. 
A life insurance policy can do more than provide a death benefit. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. A life insurance policy can do more than provide a death benefit. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... True. The answer is true. And Bruce... Why is that true? I, I, life insurance, I mean, that's supposed to pay a death benefit. I, I thought that's kind of what it does, but I, I, I guess there's more to it than that. <laughs> well, it can be. So, you know, most, you know, that is typically why you take out that policy is for that death benefit to provide for your family. Uh, but you can uh, do some hybrid policies. So for folks, uh, senior care especially, um, that might be an option to be able to bolt in some long-term care type uh, benefits to your life insurance policy. And those typically work in terms of if you go on care need where you've lost two or more of the daily activities of living or cognitive by itself would usually qualify, then you may be able to access the full death benefit of that policy ahead of time over prescribed amount of percentage per month uh, as you need it for. And it's typically a doctor would say that you qualify for this. The insurance company at the end of the day doesn't care a whole lot because they figure they're going to pay you off anyway. But there, there is a cost to that. They'll either charge you an additional fee to have that rider, or they may um, charge you at the time you're actually taking it out. So there's different ways that insurance companies will do it, and they're all different. So that's why we're independent and have all the different options available to us. There's another uh, strategy that a lot of companies will use as well for folks that may have maximized their 401k participation levels, or maybe they've maxed out their IRAs, different types of savings. You can do a life insurance as a retirement plan, or it's called a LERP, and just a code name. But that's the process where you take out a permanent policy, but you overfund it. And there are some limitations on how much you can overfund it. But Mm. the idea there is you build up an excess amount of cash at a quicker level, and then if you take it out in the prescribed amount uh, and, and manner, you can take that out tax-free. So typically that's a loan against your policy. And I will caution everybody on here, especially the seniors and caregivers, but um, people may, uh, these insurance companies will charge a different amount of loan out against that policy. And to be honest with you, a lot of times people will forget they've, they've had that mentioned to them or maybe it might have been missed, but uh, there can vary anywhere from, I, I've seen as low as 1.5% to borrow that money out, and I've seen you know, some very well-known companies that kind of, that's their lead product. They may charge 7 or 8% to, oh, for wow. you to borrow your own money out of the policy. So Ouch. you really want to, exactly, you <laughs> yeah. really want to know what you want and want to know what you're getting into. Uh, but it can be a very good tax-free strategy for folks. That is a LERP? Yeah, life insurance as a retirement plan. Okay, I, that mm-hmm. see that I've not heard that acronym before. I always learn something. Right, right. <laughs> and so you know, things like with times like we're in right now, where the market's been down, these permanent policies they're designed with a hypothetical illustration, assuming 
certain rates of return inside the policy. Now, some of these policies, you can put all the risk out on the insurance company where they're covering it from their, their journal account and you don't have any risk. Uh, but there's also the type of policies where if you want, like that LERP, if you want that cash value to grow, typically you're going to invest in the markets or some combination of investments. And mm-hmm. when you've had you know low interest rates that we've been in for a long time, or you've had some downturns in the market like 2008, 2009, or even the dot-com bubble if you had a policy for a long time, mm-hmm. or the current you know downturn or COVID, and that can certainly affect the internal performance of that permanent policy. So this is where I'm really concerned for the senior citizens especially – and their families, because if you have this type of a policy and you just assume it's an automatic pilot and it's going to be there for you no matter what, you may be sadly mistaken. So we mm. want to offer up and do uh, enforce illustration as it's an easy process to request. You can do it yourself or we can do it for you. And that will the insurance company is required to send that out to you within a, a few weeks. And then you can see, is this internal growth and, and money management process working sufficiently enough to keep this policy in place because you know a permanent policy is actually a series of term policies on a year by year renewal okay. built inside that. So what if it's not performing like it should? What happens? Right. So if somebody doesn't isn't aware of it, or maybe they've even moved and the insurance company doesn't have their address, heaven forbid, the, the policy could just go into default. And, and it's you, just gone. Yeah, or you may have a short period of time you can bring it back up to speed, but it's going to be very expensive to bring it back up to speed, get it up to, to you know to, to par. If you find out about it ahead of time, so like with all of our clients, we want to do this enforced illustration on a regular basis to make sure that the policy is still performing. But if you find out early enough there's a problem there, you can start paying in more premium to it, or you might even want to go shop it around if you're, you know, I call it refinancing your life insurance. Yeah. If your health's okay, you may be able to get a better policy uh, for more benefits at less cost or the same cost. And, and you need to shop that around once in a while as well. But you want to see if it's going to hold up or not. I would shop that around. If you have a policy and you think it may work like that and you're not sure where you're at with it, you're not sure what the performance of that policy is, uh, I would take about 1.2 seconds and then I would pick up the phone and call Bruce. <laughs> so here, seriously, like like he said, you might be, you may be in for a rude awakening. That's my term, not his, but uh, don't get caught off guard. Just know where you're at. 913-563-7327. 913-563-7327. You mentioned earlier you can bolt on a, a long-term, some long-term care coverage. Now, is that to an existing policy, or would they be buying a different policy altogether? Right. So in this example, and not every insurance company offers this, but okay. certain ones do, where they offer this rider that you can add on to your life insurance policy at the time of purchase, um, yeah. So again, you can either pay for it at that time where it's a little more expensive, or uh, if you're not sure if you're going to need it, and then nobody is sure, right? Yeah. Uh, then yeah. and some of them will not charge you at the front side, but they will give you. Um, they may take a dollar and fifteen cents off your death benefit for every dollar they give you for long term care. So they may, you know, kind of charge that on the backside of usage of it. There's an, an administrative fee and a handling fee, is essentially. Right. And basically, they've, they've done an actuary study of how long they think you'll live. And if they're having to give some of that death benefit a, a out ahead of time, they don't have as much time to work with that money. And so the time value of money is what they're really charging you for ah, in that ah, case. I got you. Yeah. Okay. And so from all of the studies that I've read, and you'll know better than I, but is it like about 5 to 6% of our population actually has long-term care insurance? 
It's pretty low. I, I would say it, that's about right. I've heard that's numbers as right. low as 4% or okay. e- even less than that. But, yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously some people are going to self-fund and they don't need that. But uh, sure. it's, it's a good way to, to do it. Okay. And uh, so when I talk to people, I, first of all, I think I'm a huge fan of long-term care insurance. Uh, I don't think it's a nice to have. I think it's a got to have these days with the cost because that I work in long-term care. And uh, But you hear all these people, well, I'm paying all these premiums. What if I don't use it? Well, 75% of us, all of us, will, will require long-term care at some point in our lives. So if you don't need it, then you just won the lottery. But if you combine it with life insurance, insurance, that's actually a really good hybrid opportunity. Right, because one way or another, your family's going to get the benefit or you're going to get the benefit. Yeah. And even if you have a terminal illness, heaven forbid, uh, the policies I like the best will give you a, a, a rider that you can take the full amount of the death benefit out ahead of time within 12 months if they get bad diagnosis. Perfect, perfect. Bruce Glenn with the Glenn Team Wealth Planning at Infinitas, 913-563-7327. And Bruce, thanks for being here today. I always learn something. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate the time. Have a good day. All right. We'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For podcasts of the program, go to SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's continue with the financial theme of the day. And I'm kind of in the mood to do a little myth busting. And now, myth versus fact. All right, so I hear this stuff out in the market all the time. So if I'm hearing it and people are saying it, then guess what? I once in a while, you know, you know me. If, if I hear it a lot out in the market, I just feel the nudge that I need to share that with you on the radio program. So the first myth is my Medicare policy will pay for my home care services. I just heard that from a client last week. Oh, well, well my Medicare will cover that, right? I'm like, no, it, and he was really counting on that uh, to the tune of $20, $22 to upwards of $30 to $35 an hour. And he's like, well, wait a minute. What do you, what do you mean? You know, Medicare's not going to cover, cover that? And I'm like, no. So the fact is Medicare does not pay for home care services. And I talked about home care last week a little bit on the program. That is non-medical in-home assistance to help you out with your activities of daily living, some light housekeeping, doing the laundry, maybe a little bit of cooking, running errands, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. All right? Just just being there, being, a, being for companionship, that kind of thing. So Medicare absolutely does not pay for home care services, that non-medical in-home assistance type of home care services. Here's another myth. I heard this in the last 10, 12 days. The myth is Medicare will pay 
for my assisted living community at $6,000 a month. Oh, well, well, Steve, I've got the best Medicare policy that you can buy. Best one ever. And so, so that's going to pay for my assisted living, right? And I'm like, well, no, not really. It's, it's not going to pay for that. And it does not cover that at all. So the myth is Medicare will pay for my assisted living community. But the fact is Medicare absolutely will not pay for assisted living. And I'm talking about Medicare. All right. Here's another myth. I might hear this one once a week, maybe more. Medicare will pay for my long-term care, my stay in a long-term care community, also known as a nursing home. But the fact is, and this will surprise you, the fact is Medicare will not pay for your stay in a long-term care community. It does not pay for long-term care. You might be surprised by that. Well, Steve, well, wait a minute. Well, that, that's 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 a medical level of coverage. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry, Medicare. They don't they don't touch it. Now, there's a little bit of a footnote to that one. I'll talk about that here in just a second. But Medicare, what does Medicare pay for? So just think of Medicare as your health insurance. And if you think of it like that, so if you're retired and you have Medicare, it's your health insurance. And so just think about before you were retired and you worked at a particular company and you participated in the health insurance employer uh, sponsored, employer based health insurance. Maybe they paid part of the premiums, you paid part of it, but what does that cover? It pays for all of your medical related expenses. So hospitalization, doctor's visits, labs, tests, x-rays, you know, all that kind of stuff. So Medicare is your health insurance and it pays for those things, but it pays for some other things as well. So it will pay for hospice care. Did you know that? If you have a Medicare policy and you're like, well, no, I I don't want to bring hospice in because you know, I, I don't want to spend the money. Well, you're, uh, you're, you're making a big mistake. First of all, bring in hospice care. And guess what? Medicare is going to cover it. They'll, they'll help you understand that, and they'll help you go through all that. Your hospice provider will. Medicare is going to pay for home, now wait for it, home health care. Okay, so home health care is different than home care. Home care is non-medical in-home assistance. Home health care is provided by a Medicare-certified home health agency that provides skilled intermittent nursing visits, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. Okay, and now here's the confusing part when I said it doesn't pay for long-term care and your stay at, at, at the nursing home, okay? Here's, the, here's that little footnote. It will pay for... Skilled nursing and rehab provided where? You guessed it, at the nursing home. Well, wait a minute, Steve. Now I'm confused. (laughs) Okay. It will not pay for any of the other things that I just mentioned uh, just, you know, a couple of minutes ago. But it will pay for the things that I just covered. Now, when you're hospitalized or if you're hospitalized for three overnights, and an inpatient 
So your technical status is inpatient status in the hospital receiving treatment for something, three overnights, you automatically qualify for a stay in a skilled nursing and rehab center, which is a nursing home that also offers skilled nursing and rehab. They're Medicare certified. They do offer that. That same nursing home may also offer, and the vast majority of them do offer both, skilled nursing and rehab and long-term care. Well, Steve, you just said they didn't pay. No, they don't pay for long-term care, but they will stay. They will pay for your skilled nursing and rehab. So here's how it works. Let's say the very common situation, God forbid, but you have a fall and you fracture your hip or you injure yourself. Let's, let's stick with the hip. You go into the, to the ER, they're like, yeah, 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 you have a fracture. We're going to have to keep you here overnight, evaluate. So they go through all of that and they're like, yep, yep, you're going to need a hip replacement or you're going to need your hip pen, some, some sort of a surgical procedure. Right, so you're there, you get your surgery, you're recovering, you're there for three overnights, and you automatically qualify to go to a skilled nursing and rehab center in the first 20 days, covered by Medicare, covered at 100%. They pay the full amount. And it's kind of amazing how many 20-day stays I see out there in skilled nursing and rehab centers. That... Is that a coincidence? I'm not sure about that. Of course, I'm being a little facetious there. <laughs> so days 21 through 100, so your maximum stay is 100 days. Do not count on getting 100 days. You probably will not. I've seen very few people get 100 days. Usually, depending on the issue, it's two or three weeks up to four to six weeks most folks are definitely discharged by eight weeks, but it, it could be 100 days. So the first 20 days covered at 100%, days 21 through 100, there is a copay that you are responsible for. It is $194.50 per day. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I thought you said Medicare covers it. Yeah, they cover 100% to 20 days, days 21 through 100, if you need that many. Okay, $194.50. However, here's the catch. If you have a supplemental, a Medicare supplement policy, like a Part F, they quit, they quit selling Part F. It is the most comprehensive plan that you could buy. They, they quit selling that, but a lot of folks still have Part F and they hung on to them. Run about 250 maybe 300 bucks a month, but it's a Cadillac. It pays for everything. Okay, so if you have a Part F, a Part G, a Part N, whatever your Medicare supplement policy is, uh, it's highly likely that it will pay the $194.50 per day. In fact, it does on those policies. There's some other flavors of Medicare supplements that may or may not pay for that. But the bottom line is that is exactly how that works. So remember, if you have a supplemental policy, it will cover that copay amount, and that's a fact.
For more information about the facts, stay tuned to this program or contact Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800 or visit SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, so sticking with the financial theme of the day, coming up next, I'm going to address long-term care insurance and why you definitely need that type of policy. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. To contact Steve or a guest on his show, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more coming up. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. If you have a question, visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so sticking with the financial theme of the day, let's talk about how do we pay for senior care? That's one of the core categories of the program. And in fact, last weekend at church, I play in the band, in the worship team, I play drums, and I absolutely love it. We just play some amazing music, and we just, and we have some, I'm just surrounded by some excellent musicians and singers, but... One of the folks, they're like, okay, so tell me about the program. I was talking about being nationally syndicated, and we were kind of celebrating that. And, and they, they said, now, now what, what all do you discuss on the program? And I said, well, we have core categories with lots of subcategories in there. We talk about how to remain independent in your own home, and there are lots and lots of things to talk about uh, related to that. Uh, another category is, you know, when do you need to consider transitioning from your home to a senior care community, what's available, what do they offer, what do they cost, how do you find uh, the right one and the best fit. So uh, spend a fair amount of time on that. That's a, that's a big one. Uh, and then another category is how to pay for the high cost of senior care. And, and, and we talk about some other categories as well, but uh, I, I went through all of the different categories and, uh, and we, we talk about, you know, elder law and estate planning and caring for the caregiver. It just goes on and on and on and on. But let's just talk about how do we pay for senior care? So if you ever hear the term private pay, that means that you're spending your own money for your care. So you're using your own resources and you're writing a check. It is out of pocket. <laughs> so if they say, oh, oh, no, our services. If you ask that question that I talked about on myth versus fact, well, my, my Medicare is going to cover this, right? Uh, no, no, no. We're, we're, this, is, this service is private pay. That's what they're talking about, private pay. It's your own resources. All right. So we talked about, you know, Medicare is your medical or your health insurance coverage. Medicaid, and I could I could spend about ten episodes on that one. Uh, Medicaid will help. They will Medicaid program if you can qualify for it will pay for the majority of your cost in long term care. I'll break that down on another program because there's a lot to talk about on that one, <laughs> right? And then we have the VA aid and attendance benefit. So every single time I sit down with the client with my firm Senior Care Consulting and you know we talk about you know we we're trying to de- determine and develop that care profile to determine what level of care do we need, what type of care do we need, how are we going to pay for it, what are our location parameters and any personal preferences and needs. So I always ask are you a veteran? 
Is your spouse a veteran? If we're talking with a widow or widower, was your spouse a veteran? I always, always ask that. And I'm going to have uh, some uh, national level representatives from the VFW National Headquarters and a veteran service officer on the program sometime here fairly soon. We're going to break down that benefit for you as well. But let's talk about long-term care insurance. So again, about everything that I've read, about 5 to 6% of us have long-term care insurance, but about 75% of us will require and have to pay for long-term care at some point in our lives. And I don't know how many times I've heard, well, well, Steve, I mean, what, what if I... You know, pay all this money and all these premiums, and I, and I never have to use the insurance. And so, and I'm like, well, first of all, congratulations, you beat the odds big time. So that's actually a good thing. But think about this: you pay for car insurance, and what do we do? I hope I never have to use it. That's what I hope. I hope I never have to use my homeowner's insurance. But guess what? If I need my car insurance because of a wreck or if I need my homeowner's insurance because of you know, roof damage or whatever it is, I'm covered. I'm made whole. So I'm not exposing my assets, uh, my resources to cover that loss or cover that major repair. I've transferred that to the insurance company. It's the same thing with long-term care insurance. It will, it will pay. That is a special type of coverage that will pay. Okay, so let me back up. All right. It used to be, when it started out in the 90s, it was not an exciting policy. It was nursing home coverage. So it was tough to sell. It was not uh, exciting sounding at all. Hey, you want a nursing home policy? Oh, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> right? Well, over the years, policies uh, have improved greatly and expanded their coverage Uh, Most of them have a a rider that you can add to offer inflation protection. Uh, So enter 9.1 inflation. That one's really important today. They'll pay for home care services, that non-medical in-home assistance. They'll pay for adult daycare services. They'll pay for assisted living, and they'll also pay for long-term care. So you have a few components of long-term care insurance. Policies. First of all, there's an elimination period, which is the same as a, a deductible, essentially. The most common one I've seen out there is 90 days. So that means if your elimination period or deductible is 90 days, that means that you pay out of pocket for that long-term care. Let's say it's assisted living, whatever it is, whatever's covered, and whatever you're paying for, you pay, you pay for it out of pocket for 90 days, and then the policy kicks in, and on the 91st day, it will start paying out a daily benefit. Okay, so if you have a shorter elimination period or a smaller deductible, then your premiums go up. If you have a longer elimination period or a higher deductible, premiums go down. Okay, you see the relationship there. And then the daily benefit, I used to recommend $200 a day, and now I solidly recommend $250 a day of coverage, uh, more if possible. But again, the higher the benefit, the higher the premium. Uh, but $250 is going to pay for most, uh, most of the cost of a shared room in long-term care. All right, and it's going to cover the vast majority of assisted living communities. Uh, I recommend a five-year term 
Longer is better, but guess what? The average length of stay in assisted living, 2.4 years. The average length of stay in long-term care, 2.4 years. So there's your five-year coverage. Right? And that's why you see so many five-year plans out there. It's just the national statistics, just the, just the numbers. And then uh, I think this is a requirement, a must-have, a 5% inflation rider. That means that the coverage bumps up 5% per year. Now, your, your premiums kind of start to bump up a little bit as well, but you have to have that because in 15, 20 years, uh, your policy is going to pay for about half of the cost 15 or 20 years down the road. And now all of a sudden, it's not an effective policy or an effective coverage level. And then your your policy must, you will thank me for this. I'm not going to break it down. I don't have time. But uh, your policy must be a state partnership plan. And if it isn't, or if you're not sure, ask your insurance broker. Uh, and, and again, you, you need that. Okay. And you'll thank me later for it. <laughs> I recommend age 55 plus or minus five years. You can definitely buy it if you're older than that. Uh, but uh, you have to qualify with your good health. So uh, hopefully that will help you understand long-term care insurance a little better. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.